1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel.
0: When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. We're on to Cincinnati. It's
1: my team.
3: It's my quarterback. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Hello?
2: You play to win the game. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop
4: for some of the
0: groceries. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. You kidding me?
4: Playoffs?
1: I'm just here, so I won't get fined.
4: How can he not be romantic about football? Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Benched with Benetta podcast. I am joined by somebody I'm very excited about. Somebody that I'm trying to win over. I'm actually I'm actually on a friend audition this entire week, and it makes me a little bit nervous. I, I hope that I'm doing okay so far. Dan Hansis joins us <laughs> from NFL Network, around the <laughs> NFL. Um, this has been a long time. Power rankings. <laughs> I've filled in on that show before. This has been a long time coming. Thank you so much for joining us.
5: I'm so happy to be here. You should understand. You, you don't even know what you're up against. What does that
4: even mean?
5: Um, because people that know me uh, know that I have a very tight circle of people that I actually like to hang out with. <laughs> and it's overly tight. It's like this guy needs to loosen up and open things up a little but bit. But that's
4: the thing. And yeah. that is why I texted you. Right. Combine, everyone had these. We were just talking about dinner reservations. Everyone has these dinner reservations. I'm like, hey, guys, are we hanging out? Everybody's booked booked solid. And I am alone basically at a subway right. eating dinner by myself all week at India. And I was like, you know what? I'm coming into Vegas. Correct. I'm going to hit people <laughs> up and I'm going to make plans. It's and smart. I was messaging. I was like, I feel like I need to audition to get into this friend group because you guys, it's all very tight knit. It's a little clicky, but it's, it's fine. You guys yeah. have known each other for a really long time. But I'm knocking out the door, and I want in. So let me ask you this: If this is an audition, just,
5: okay, no, go ahead. If I, this is an audition,
4: I need some notes. Yes. Okay. What What can I do? What can I change? Like, what, you know, give me give me the rap sheet of like who, which character do I need to become?
5: Well, I would think that I don't want you to change, uh, and I think that's yet. not yet. <laughs> um, I I think if there is an audition, we call it on the Around the NFL podcast. There's something called a uh, and Graver knows this, the Gravedigger. Uh, and you're free to use that IP on your show if you wish. I call grave him digger. something
4: else. I feel like I need to divert away from what you guys are doing. We have our own relationship. Right, that's, you cool. Know?
5: that's cool. That's called. It's called the Larraville Magnifico. Whoa. And that's something that... Uh, that I mean, when someone says something to a group in some type of setting, mm-hmm. and then they reveal everything about themselves, usually in a negative way, uh, without even realizing okay.
4: it. Okay, I'm following. And I think
5: the only thing that I would say to you is, don't do that.
4: Huh. Okay, that's good to know. I need but to be careful. at the w- same What time, am I trying to hide? I you, don't have anything to hide.
5: Listen, even... Here's the thing. The here's person. the thing that might be intimidating, Rach, is that... And by the way, I like you a lot. And I think you have... You're a prospect at the highest levels. Oh. You're like, uh... You're like Kayvon Thibodeau to me. Like you, there's a lot there's a of work in here. But in terms of the La Ravio Magnifico, uh, you, if you do mess up okay. and remove yourself from click consideration, you won't even know it. Oh, so it's a little, I almost it, hate that. It's a, little, it's, secret- it's, a it's like I'm
4: getting killed off. It's a toughie. And, and it's like a shot from the back of the head. I don't even see it coming.
5: No, it's okay though. This I, is
4: dangerous. Okay, I think I'm yeah. going to do
5: okay. You'll be fine. I there's think There's some
4: there's some post-dinner drinks tonight that I think is my time to shine. I
5: think so, and I feel good about it and yeah. honestly like I don't even know the click. What is the click? It's it's me, Mark, Greg, Connie, Connie's LaKeisha. Connie's in there. Ricky uh, Hollywood's
4: in there. Ricky Hollywood yeah. like
5: uh Graver's knocking on the door. Yeah. Your own producer. Wow. Maybe it is something Graver like Graver
4: and I could, pa- could we could hop over the line together. We could do this. Well, maybe
5: there's only room for one. <gasps> Tonight's going to be interesting. It's Vegas,
4: baby. Anything can happen. Speaking of Vegas, you just said you like Vegas. I do. Are you, you're a Vegas guy? I don't think. I am not a Vegas person at all. I'm already having that. sinus issues. I am not sleeping. I sweat through <laughs> the night. I had two cocktails last night. And I felt like trash this morning. I was like, what? I had two <laughs> drinks. But in Vegas, two drinks translates to seven because of the way that they're poured. like oh, It just doesn't work in my favor. None of it works in my favor. Why are you a Vegas person?
5: Well, one of the things, because I do feel very good about you entering the clique if you choose to join. If I'm pouring the drinks, the old Zeuser pour is a five-second pour. That's just something <laughs> oh, you need to be aware no. of.
4: Just okay. a heads up. Okay, that's not going to roll with me. So... All right, I just need to be equipped with water tonight well,
5: then. No, but, uh, no, I, I guess I've always, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a bro, but I have some huh. bro qualities. Like, like, I like, what I like hanging out with my buddies and it's like, Barbecuing. Hey, Hey, let's all go to get, get together and go to Vegas for the long weekend. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds cool. We're going to go and we're going to gamble and drink a lot okay. and get loose and have fun. Like. I do like to have fun. I and I do Vegas to me, and I think a lot of it is uh, goes back to your earliest experiences in the city. I remember going on a, fa- a family trip where my uncle took me and. My cousin who I was very close with, and his. Family, I went with them, and then we, me and my cousin, we got. We were underage, but we had some fun. Whoa! And then that sticks in your mind, uh-huh. and then you, the smell of this place. I love the smell of the casinos. Oh
4: God! It's just so like, you mean, like stale cigarettes like and rum.
5: And you know what else I like? I like the 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 surface level of it because sometimes, I, in general, that's not what I'm about. But like, I like that the draft and, and, and Vegas are together because I feel like they're a perfect match uh-huh it's it's much more style than substance it doesn't ultimately mean much <laughs> but like let's let's have some fun but
4: it could mean everything that's that's if how i done do the I, right I like way. It.
5: and i do re- i do risk like coming off as a bro saying yeah vegas baby ah. i kind of like it though it's fun
4: huh do you pick up the cards they hand out in the streets
5: I'm not a card guy.
4: (laughs) Not a card guy. Come on now. I'm not that much of a bro. Listen, that would have showed me a lot about you, so that was a good answer. Maybe you're auditioning.
5: A la Ravil Magnifico. I'm not
4: going to repeat it, but yeah, that would have been one of those. You would
5: have been like, oh, so he's a slimy creep. So he's a
4: card guy. (laughs) He's a card guy. uh, What draft number is this for you covering?
5: Oh, uh, you know what? The draft is the one event that we've been a little bit kind of come in and out of I've been with the company since 2010, which uh-huh. is insane. Um, I was at the Johnny Manziel draft at Whoa. Radio City Music Hall, to give you a little wow. idea. I remember when Manziel got drafted by the Browns. Uh, I remember taking a video of Mark uh, with my <laughs> like, phone and him crying. He was so excited. You with could it, see the te- tears happy in his tears? eyes. Oh, Lord. And then behind us, you saw, there was like a rush, and it was Drake running up the steps, to go hang out with Johnny Manzel and Party, which was a like Harbinger. Champagne
4: Poppy? Drake?
5: Champagne Poppy, yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That guy, the Toronto guy. That my guy. Um but like, yeah, this is so I've been probably a four or five dress, but this is the first one we've been to uh our podcast, ATN, in probably five years. Um and I'm excited to be here. I, I just I think it's and especially as a Jets fan, it's it's hope season. <laughs> And it's. Sorry. Don't laugh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's hope season. It's like everyone has something to look forward to. I think it's always been the most uh, optimistic mm-hmm. event on the NFL calendar. And that's why I kind of like it. Even it though is, I don't really know the college game too well, I learned about yeah, these yeah. prospects over the ramp up. But it's, it's fun.
4: It is kind of cool. Like, even just covering the combine, I'd never done that. And this is my first draft. There is like this. Kind of, there was a prospect on the plane, and Mina Kimes was on my plane, and she, that we were all kind of, like, getting up to leave, and he popped up on a bunch of TVs, and she was like, yo, <laughs> look at the TV right now, and it was just such a cool moment, like, even at the combine, yeah. like, there's just this air of, like, ooh, excitement, anything can happen, these guys are about to have their lives changed, it's they're about cool. to become millionaires, like... That,
5: that's, that is, like, uh... And you'll like this one, Justin. Uh, like 2000, whatever it was, the draft that he was in, there was a giant human being sitting in front of me and coach. And I was like, this dude's giant. And again, I, I learned about these players more when they get to the pros. It was Derek Henry. Like oh Derrick Henry sitting in coach probably literally the last time he ever sat in coach wow. his entire and life And you witnessed it I saw it I was there I was sitting behind him kicking him getting <laughs> mad at him for reclining his seat No it was uh it, it, it it's it's cool it, it's it's fun and again the optimism of it all every guy 32 first round picks like 20 are going to be busts something like that mm mm-hmm. Mhm but not, not this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, it's 32 for 32.
4: It is kind of cool. Like, our boss, Charlie, keeps on saying, like, I know that this may be not the shiniest draft class. And, you know, you don't have, like, a quarterback going first overall. But, like, it... As we look out on these guys, there are Hall of Famers here, and we don't know who is going to be yet. But there's just a lot of excitement. Let me ask you this: speaking of excitement, we're in Vegas. We're we're sitting poolside right now with our mocktails. Yeah, we are. And uh, so Colleen and I go out for a beverage last night. Connie Fox.
5: Yeah, loose with Connie.
4: Yeah, and somebody actually bought our drinks at the bar.
5: I saw that. And
4: we were like, we still got it, baby. Um, but somebody approached us, a man, uh, an elderly gentleman. Was a Kelsey Grammer,
5: by any chance?
4: <laughs> he asked, okay, tell me if you would yes. do this. He asked Colleen, hey, I'll give you $200 if you let me see your license. Oh, Christ. And we actually thought about it. We were like well, 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 why? Why do you want to look at it? And she was just like, I actually just have a P.O. box on there. I don't have my address. And we are like, do we do it? I don't, what does this mean? Like, what's he looking for? I think maybe they had a bet on how old she was. Either Ooh. way, it's not good. But would you have said yes for $200? If somebody came up my, to you. I can't put myself in the shoes of a lady, lovely lady. And somebody came up to you and said, hey, I'll give you $200 in Vegas for where, where drinks are a million, you know?
5: For and 200, 200, 200 bucks would be nice. It would depend where I was in my life and how badly I needed two hundred dollars.
4: <laughs> I shoot him away, like physically shoot. No, said, I think shoot.
5: I think that sounds like a potential serial killer. So I think the two hundred dollars is nice. Yeah. It's like, uh, did you? Are you a Better Call Saul fan? Um, sure. Okay. Last season there was a spoiler alert. He has a chance to make ten grand to go into the desert and pick up like seven million in bail money. Things go sideways, mm-hmm. like the the greed will get in the way of like clinical thinking. You have to. The shoe away was the move. The, yeah, and that's nuts. we did.
4: There was a moment where he came up to us and said, "I'll give you two hundred dollars if you let me just go look at your ID really quick." And there was a pause. There was there wasn't like what the hell are you like go away? There was that's a, like it
5: doesn't matter where you are in your life, like. 200 bucks will always give you a, a quick pause and then you have a chance to reset some things
4: 200 yeah. i was like 200 dollars is you know a nice meal but we don't need that we're getting our meals expense thank right. you nfl network rog. i was like this is not worth it but my favorite part about it was connie was like i do have a p.o box on there it's not even my address <laughs> like she was really <laughs> but, <laughs> i feel bad i said no to her i said no for her i took the well, two hundred dollars a couple of drinks her. in yeah. Uh, no, no, we weren't getting after it. We had just okay. had dinner. because
5: Connie's very, she's very fierce in guarding her privacy. I, I'm surprised she even, like, so thought many people about came
4: it. up to funny, Connie Fox and said, "Oh my God, you're Colleen Wolf. We, I love you so much."
5: Here's my theory, by the way, and I'm just trying to think, on like in terms of mankind, that they were him and his buddy were like, "That's Colleen Wolf, I'm telling you, and he's like, "Nah, yep. no, you're wrong. You're wrong." You might be right. And then it was like the only way to prove it. We they're go probably ask drunk. Her to look at her me, ID, and they probably didn't Instead think of, like, "Hey, are you going oh, It Sounds like something like a literal serial killer would do.
4: <laughs> Instead of just <laughs> asking somebody what their name is, can I take a look at your license,
5: please? Right? Are you Colleen? Can I get a selfie? Oh my God, no. I'm such a fan. May she I was see doing personal identification? You we were her
4: personal photographer. That's
5: <laughs> great. You know what, Colleen? Okay, so it, you're no, yeah. you're not
4: taking the $200. Of course
5: not. But and I'm glad that you were there to help Colleen because I, yeah. if she did do it. Whether she was of sound mind or not at that point in the night, um, she would have woke up being completely annoyed and paranoid about yep. it. So, by the way, that's a reversal La Ravio Magnifico. That's something that we're taking into account. That's we a bonus. That's a ten-point bonus for Bonetta in a big spot.
4: Okay, okay, this is very exciting. This is very exciting. I'm, I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. No, that's um, a huge friend pull. Okay, let me ask you this: We've obviously got this brand new baby of a podcast, and we're chugging along, and it's so much fun. You have this—you have the opposite. You have a behemoth of a podcast. So like I have an never... old,
5: elderly, dying. No, podcast. Shut up! Shut up!
4: I have <laughs> never gone on a podcast. That's the I've never gone on someone's podcast before, and just my Twitter explodes. Like, you guys have so many amazing loyal fans that love you guys so much. How did you find this? What, like, it's so many people have podcasts. I felt so silly when I announced, like, oh. And also, I have a podcast. <laughs> I, too. <laughs> I, too, am joining the game. Like, great, we need another podcast. But how do you make it work? There's literally thousands. Is it just, like, getting, was it getting in early? How did you get? You guys just I mean, love each other? I mean, that's
5: certainly... That certainly was a big factor. Not that podcasts in 2012 or 2013 weren't prevalent, because they were. But now it is such; it's so much harder to cut through the noise. Yeah. Um. You need to be super talented, which you are, (laughs) Rage. So I think you can. But I'm saying, like, that would that is such a challenge to do. Like when we started ATN. There wasn't really, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure we're right. There wasn't anybody that on Sunday night was recapping every game that happened. Yeah. like, And that was something we did. And now most podcasts do it that cover the NFL Mm -hmm. um, scene. But back then, it was like the light bulb hadn't gone off yet. And this is before now podcasts are now incredibly financially valuable if you could build a successful one and all that stuff. So, yeah, the timing matters. But also, like for us, the chemistry was the biggest thing and that was all luck I mean Mark and I uh, started working at the company within six weeks of each other as part-time copy editors at Mm NFL.com and we became fast friends and then that quickly evolved into like all right how do we you know get on get on mic and Dave Damaschek, uh who's a friend of mine and also somebody I've always looked up to in the business, like gave us our first opportunity to, to be on Mike on his show and then gave us a 10-minute spinoff. But then the other half of it is Mark and I had natural chemistry and had the ambition to do it. Yeah. Greg comes over from Pro Football Talk. Chris Wessling, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. comes over from Rota World where he worked with Greg. And then it just all connected. It's just magic. So that was just like... That is luck, that's kismet, that's just something else in the air. So it's kinda like timing matters and it's big, but for us it was just like wow. Like it was just a chance that we had and and we put in the work. Obviously mm-hmm. that matters too. But mm-hmm. I think it's mostly luck. Basically.
4: I think everything happens for a reason. You guys were at the right place at the right time and you all just fell in love with each other and and we, America, have fallen in love
0: with <laughs> all of you. Well not everyone. Uh, you go into your shower feeling
4: Okay, it's time for uh, the Benched Bachelorette. As you know, I am kind of trying to to find uh, a new love in my life. And um, you mentioned that you're hopeful as a Jets fan. And I took that seriously when you said that, and I just wanted you to, you know, they're still on the table, the Jets, and wait, I just, wait, 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 I, I just wanted you. Can to I tell have... you another
5: one more, one more bit of advice oh, in the God. podcast game? Sure. Let's be honest with the audience. You're Don't very laugh dismissive. At your You're very dismissive of my <laughs> idea about. Before we started, I was like, I want to pitch you on the Jets, and she was like, Screw you! Don't even bother. We'll just skip that part. Yeah, no, but I, I. I I feel like I have a. Ch- there's a chance here for me to sell you on the Jets. I feel I, confident. Hey, I'm
4: it. listening. Here we
1: go. All
5: right, so you're Canadian. Yeah. Nice. Excited about that Sorry, new you Arcade Fire bumped. album. He just fist bumped. Um, no, I. I think. What drew you to the Browns? Let's start there.
4: Okay. What drew me to the Browns was... For, you know, the thing. The thing, yeah. Uh, What drew me to the Browns was um, I was new to football. I did not grow up watching football. I grew up watching hockey in Canada. Like, it just was not something that was on in my household. And then I got hired to a show, and I wanted to find a team to root for because I just felt like it was going to help me understand the game more. And the Browns were on Hard Knocks, and they were a mess. And I like mess. I like quirky. I like weird. I am drawn to the weirdos in the room because I am usually the weirdo in the room. And that's why I love them. They they had lost forever and they had a beer fridge that needed to be unlocked. Baker came (laughs) in, um, had such a big and bright personality. And I was just like, these guys are lovable losers. That's what. But don't try and say, "I'm
5: I'm not saying anything yet.
4: Okay, well, that's why I love the Browns.
5: I will say, with the exception of the uh, the beer cooler needing to be unlocked, which was a uh, a light beer ad promotion.
4: a beautiful marketing scheme. It was well, great. but Come let's on.
5: let's not like tie that directly to the organization and what makes them alluring. the Jets check all of those boxes. and then on top Don't of that head,
4: and on Draper. top of
5: that, on top of that, their little brother. The Giants will always be the Tiffany team in that town. Mm -hmm. We always are laughed at and mocked. And I would say, I would tell you, if we were doing this five years ago, Rach, I would never, ever say, come join us. You're full of it. But I think, no, Justin knows. I'm buying in on this new regime. I think the Jets have a a few years. It's a couple years away from being a real team. But I think they're on a track that if just like two or three things click in the next 12 months hmm. they are a team and i'm not saying that you're looking to be a front runner but there if you if you pick the jets if this exercise ends with you picking the jets everyone that is invested in it and invested in you will go wow okay what she's that- in
4: <laughs> they would say that about like you are going to pick team. the
5: broncos like Oh, oh yeah, Chargers. Know, oh, Justin Herbert. They're still
4: on the chopping block.
5: I'm, I'm just saying Apparently, like... Apparently,
4: the Chargers owner is very invested in me becoming a fan. Okay, where's your ownership?
5: My. Well, I don't want to talk about my ownership so much, but I'm <laughs> the same... Well, there's only so much we can say here. But don't, let's not dig too deep in general, too high up the chain. Okay. I. That's my pitch. My pitch is that they are, they are lovable losers. They are memeable. They are a laughing stock in a lot of ways. But they also have one of the great figures in the history of the league and Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. They have a fan base that is downtrodden, and beaten down, but ever optimistic, hmm. but also pessimistic. Hmm. Uh, I think there is, I think there's something there for a Benetta. If a Benetta was drawn to the Browns,
4: I'm I not think Bonetta could be drawn this. to the Jets. I am not, I'm going to be honest with you. Jets were probably on the chopping block within the next few weeks. I'm going to be honest with you right now. You bought right. them some time.
5: Okay. You that's just all. I'm not here to win you over completely. Them. I just want you to like if 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 you're thinking about them in a slightly different way. Uh, and I actually feel guilty because I have two young sons, a 7-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I've been so disillusioned as a fan <clears throat> because I just celebrated my 42nd birthday.
4: Wow. I've Sorry, never, did you something get caught in your throat there or yeah, you were just trying to get My
5: mortality. Yeah. I just <laughs> I I all I want I love my dad, Keith Hanses, who is a Joe Namath guy, fan, grew up in the Bronx and was a Yankee fan, but didn't didn't connect with the Giants who also played at Yankee Stadium back then. But then Joe Namath showed up with his style and his confidence and the changed the changed the sport forever. Mm-hmm. And now here I am at my age and my father entering old age and we've still never had a Super Bowl together. And that, that eats at me. And I... That's why I'm giving my sons, as any father should, if you're listening, by the way, don't tell them who to root for. Like, I'm leaving it open-ended. And what my youngest son is leaning towards the Chargers, because we're here in L.A., Right. and my my older son is more a Jets guy. And I'm like, okay, if you want to do that, that's for you. So I can't tell anybody what to do, because I understand being a Jets fan has been very hard for me. Mm -hmm. But the payoff, if it ever happens, Rachel.
4: I get it. If it ever happens. I get it.
5: You're getting in on the ground floor, and all a lot of the excavation is complete. Yeah. So nobody will t- say you're a, you're a front runner. People won't realize that we've been already down there by the core of the earth. Now we're right beneath the surface, potentially. That's it.
4: Listen, like I said, you bought yourself some time. Okay. I am going to really think about this. But I think that this is the perfect segue. We are in Vegas, of course, for the draft, which we've not spoken about. Vegas, baby, I'm a bro! <laughs> which we've not really spoken about, but that's fine. That's not what this podcast does. But I thought we would play a fun little game, OK? Um, you know, we're not gambling here. We're here on the work trip. We're not gambling. <laughs> I would
5: love to, but we're not gambling. we are not allowed. We're
4: on a work trip. Uh, but I thought that there was there's, there's a fun little game that we could play right now that, um, you know, as much as I would love to give you, well, what do you say? Should we kick off two teams? One of his choice? Okay. OK. I am handing you the keys to kick off a team On this show Yourself Your own choice Oh
5: Buddha team
4: And then we are going to do A Russian roulette
1: (laughs) Because we're not allowed to
4: gamble We're going to do a roulette Where we choose a number And that's going to kick off a team So Who would you be so upset If I do make it into the friend group Okay um, Who would you be so upset To see me cheer for You choose a team We'll tell you if they're still alive
5: Alright so the Patriots are out Patriots are out Good job Cowboys Oh we oh the cowboys load up the chamber with a single round <laughs> and let's spin that <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
4: okay, I I am open to this. Cowboys are if, out of the league. I'm, you know,
5: I'm trying to help you, Rachel, because if you if this exercise ever ended with you being like sending out all social media bulletins, I'm a Cowboys fan now. You'd get that absolutely be, you destroyed. <laughs>
4: and point points for you in the friendship category because you're right. Okay, so Cowboys I'm so sorry, Run Dallas Cowboys. Chamber. Jerry Jones, Mr. Jones, we've met a few times. It was absolutely terrifying every single time we did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we are going to be letting go of the Cowboys on the benched bachelorette.
5: Oh, there they're out. They're out. Oh, I, oh You all just right. made that decision. Oh, I think I that thought that that, was, I, for some reason I was expecting a gun to be involved there in was reality not, no, and a, no, a one out of six chance, but they're I don't actually know if that
4: out. that would work at poolside. So at, I voted them off the island. You voted them off, oh, but I was okay yeah, with no, it. Oh yeah, no, I
5: really I. I, the Jets thing would be great, but I would understand it if you went in a different direction. But I actually do feel like I did something good today by helping you there.
4: You did, but hold on, we're not done. Okay. We need to do a Russian roulette style kickoff. <laughs>
5: do you know what Russian roulette is?
4: I do. Somebody gets <laughs> passes away.
5: <laughs> Maybe. If,
4: if if the wrong trigger is What's pulled, What's no, we're movie kick, we're kicking Graver, off. Great, you're a cinephile. We're What's the roulette. film? What's
5: the famous film with the Russian roulette scene? Oh, he's so young. Oh, okay. All right. What's Thank the, you. Thank you, Justin.
4: What's the movie? It's uh, Dog, Day
5: Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. Never seen it. Maybe. No, it's not heat. Okay. Okay, we're playing
3: roulette. We are playing Bench Jeez.
4: Bachelor at roulette. Okay, I need you to give me a number between one and what? 28. One and 27.
5: One and 27.
4: Lucky number one between 27. Uh, and this is going to, whatever you choose, is right, going to My favorite
5: number is 23, so that's easy.
4: 23. Yeah. Okay. Justin, who is number 23? Somebody is about to get kicked off bench. Oh,
5: no. Oh, I, Bachelorette. that's not so lucky. All right. Whatever. Would you be mad
0: if it was the Jets? No. <laughs>
5: it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> that not. would be the Jets' luck. I would no. go on that impassioned plea and they'd be gone.
0: Say goodbye to
4: the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, that's a good one. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's a good one. I'm okay with that. I I, s- one of my very good friends, Sarah Tiana, is a okay. massive Falcons fan. I and just Chris Brockman's Exactly. Wife. I hear the worst things. Okay. So much pain. Thank you. Thank Can, you. Thank you. Two quick Honestly. clarifications.
5: One, any Cowboys fans that are going to listen to this and be mad at me, just know it's not personal. It's just you guys don't need more bandwagon fans jumping on. No,
4: and that's exactly right. I've been getting out of the bandwagons early.
5: Uh, see Patriot- that oh, woman over there?
4: Somebody, a woman by the pool. See, hates I've already seen We're and not Cowboys fans,
5: ma'am. For the Falcon Oh, that's not what they're you called Do you mean anywhere. the Commanders, ma'am? <laughs> oh boy. All right, we'll we'll finish that conversation <laughs> later. No, but um, <laughs> wait, hang on. Let me let me fucking <laughs> recalibrate everything in my mind. Um No, the Falcons fans, I have so much respect for I was at 28 three Super Bowl.
4: So was I.
5: And that was uh obviously I have so much empathy for that fan base yeah. but at the same time, like so there's there's a Falcons fan out there that would pitch them the way I just pitched the Jets. Yeah, but I just I want you to be happy. I want you to find like if you don't pick the Jets, find that that team that is right beneath the surface. Falcons they have to excavate. They're rebuilding the they whole They need thing. to figure some stuff they're out. They're five years away, potentially.
4: Yeah. Um, okay, well, Cowboys, Falcons, I'm so sorry, but you are no longer on bench with... I feel like I kind of nailed this for you. Bachelorette.
5: I really helped you, I think. I like. really
4: think you did. Those are two teams that I absolutely would have gotten rid of, and it's getting. we're getting close. Like The weeks are going by very quickly, and I will have a new love of my life sooner rather than later. How and
5: serious are you about this, honestly, though? About the Jets? no about this whole shtick.
4: stop trying to sell me on the honestly <laughs> it's it's a little bit tough because i feel like it was a really fun idea at first i'm going to be honest with you it was a really fun idea at first and then i went into like a little bit of a grieving period about the browns and i'm sure marcus is dealing with the same thing like i really really enjoyed being sure. a browns fan and i'm like going through i'm like doing my laundry and i'm like My boyfriend had just gotten back from Cleveland, like literally the week before the thing was announced. Mm -hmm. And he got me a brand new sweater, like a brown sweater. Going through my wardrobe, I have so many brown things that I've acquired over the last few years. It just sucks. But um, it just makes me sad. It just really bums me out.
5: And here's the thing with Mark, and uh, Mark's one of my closest friends, and as passionate as I am about the Jets, he's somehow more passionate about the Browns i I have my doubts that he's actually able to divorce himself from the team because once you're in you're in and there's no getting out um your your circumstances are different I think that's why i it's believable to me that you might be able to break free and reboot reboot but I just wonder if if your ultimate fan journey has got to be more organic
4: and you know what maybe maybe there will be some organicness that happens on this journey like maybe I maybe guys what a plot twist if I came to the end and I was one of those bachelors that said I'm not ready
5: oh that move wow
4: (laughs) (laughs) that season finale would garner so many views
0: I feel like anything could happen this weekend at the draft where you suddenly you like
5: one of the prospects that gets picked by a team or during hard knocks, the Lions could totally win you over because that's happened to you before. Or there you go. A lot of events still have to play out. Right. Um,
4: speaking of, we really have not talked about the draft. Is there anything? I'm going to ask you the no. most generic <laughs> draft question.
5: We don't <laughs> have hey, to talk really about the draft. <laughs> uh, all I can say is that this reminds me of the 2013 draft um, where there was no premium quarterbacks out there. So that just made everything... So much more unpredictable. So while so while it's not as sexy, uh, per se, in terms of like, oh, mm-hmm. who's this absolute stud future Hall of Famer? We know this. Or even Trevor Lawrence last year, some of the bloom is off the rose. I don't think it should be. But like it was like, whoa, the Jaguars just got somebody. Zach Wilson on the Jets, yeah, who yeah, is, yeah. despite some rocky rookie year business, is still a highly interesting, intriguing second-year player. The fact that we don't have those type of players, but you know what we do have, is all those mock drafters are pooping their pants. Rage. There's going to be it's so many so unpredictable. Chain... We have wow. no idea how this is going to play out. So you get to enjoy that side of things.
4: Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some pretty crazy moves happening. Um, let me ask you this: We are talking about hugs earlier like commissioner hugs oh yeah and how there have just been so many messy ones just so many oh yeah. like you can't oh, even yeah. watch them i was like looking at highlight reels and i was like this is too painful what would be your go-to would yeah. you just do in like a quick ba ba, love you thank you know you. what i would do bye-bye
5: because i would say i would want to like mac jones last year when he did his like vince mcmahon walk up yeah. on the stage yeah. and people were <laughs> like oh that guy he stands out you want to do something that stands out what if you went like Hard and firm with a dad handshake. Uh, Just going hard. No dad. Just,
4: just a handshake. Uh, No. Big time cry
5: contact, firm grip, bang, bang, bang.
4: Thank you. That is a bold move.
5: Or you. Well, this was this is a little strong, but you could like salute a military style.
4: <laughs> you just click your
5: heels. <laughs> like do something memorable. Just don't be basic. I would say. Okay,
4: don't be basic. Yeah. Okay, we were trying to do a, a like a guide for these draft prospects on how to get out of this without becoming viral. Um,
5: yeah, but, but somebody, I feel like want. a lot of these guys want to be viral. You want to stand out, don't you? You don't, don't want to
4: be viral for the wrong reasons. If you, you don't, don't want to like, yeah. go in for a hug and then almost like kiss the commissioner on the lips, which has almost happened before.
5: That's happened, yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much for joining us. Yeah. We are both, well, I will speak we myself. for myself. Are going swim I'm now? I'm sweating.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, we <laughs> have really enjoyed these mocktails. Thank you for joining the Bench with Benetta podcast. Bye, Cowboys. And goodbye, Falcons.
5: I feel good about it. The Falcons fans too. I you know where I'm at. You know where my heart is at. Cowboys fans, one less bandwagon jump. You'll be fine. fine. You'll survive.
4: You'll be fine. All right, tune in next week. We got a fresh episode post-Vegas. That one should be interesting.
3: Bye.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. Hey guys, back to the playground again, huh?
1: Yep.
3: You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves so we could go surfing. oh yeah. <laughs> ah, love that.
4: A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in.
2: Ah,
5: ski slopes. Let's
4: do it. Um,
1: tenner girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait.